Serena Ryder from Millbrook, Ontario. She went to school in Peterborough, and that's where my buddy Andrew Pyle now resides. Andrew Pyle is our resident economist. Uh, and how did we get Andrew Pyle, you wonder? Well, it's because uh, he and I shared lunch at uh, Birchmont Park Collegiate for many years. He couldn't afford it, so he yeah. came in and said, here's some fries. Here's some fries. That's what it <laughs> I was. I don't know if Serena Ryder was born back then, John, but we, no. won't, we won't go there. We're yeah. not even talking about that. <laughs> I kind of wanted to make myself feel hip by including her in the same sentence, exactly. but uh, that you, exactly. you're absolutely right. She wasn't blaring out over the cafeteria loudspeakers. This, Let's just say that. <laughs> this is what you want from your economists, just the true facts. <laughs> Andrew, we've got an interesting week ahead of us. Uh, let's so let's get down to it. Um, you know, you, you wonder, what is the big story? Is it still COVID? Is it now the violence in the States? Is it uh, China doing crazy things with U.S. imports? Uh, what's the big factors to look for uh, nowadays? Well, I think the markets now are transitioning a little bit away from COVID-19. I mean, still watching the economy like a hawk, John, in terms of the uh, impact of these economic reopenings uh, this week as we start the month of June is going to be a massive week uh, for investors in terms of data. Um, so we're going to see employment numbers from Canada and the States on Friday uh, for the month of May. And, and those numbers are going to be, you know, expectedly ugly. They're going to be, you know, massive unemployment, stuff like that. But we've seen all that before. However, there are going to be some indicators that are released this week uh, for the month of May. Uh, for example, today we're going to get data on manufacturing sentiment in the States. Um, we're market, economists actually think we may start to see a bit of an improvement in the level of confidence of businesses as we turn into June. So I'm going to say that this is going to be the transition month, John, between you know the ugliness of the data, the reality of the virus that we saw in the last several weeks and maybe the green shoots of the economy but back to your point markets now have another thing to worry about is it u.s china or you know the social uh community aspects of what's going on in states i was wondering how we keep talking about the second wave coming the second wave is is that do you think having an effect on the market people holding out because they know that there's a possibility that we could go through this again I think to some extent, Mel, there, there's like a level of cautiousness. But quite honestly, if, if you look at the stock markets, and I, and I know the stock market doesn't encapsulate everything that we think about the virus, but just looking at the stock market in the States, if you looked at the month of May where, you know, I mean, the, the Dow Jones was up 7%, uh, the S&P 500 was up 7%, you wouldn't think, Mel, that the markets actually were that concerned about the second wave. They're mm-hmm. talking about it, the economists are. I think there may be a bigger concern now that when we get to the end of the year, a second wave or maybe by the end of a third wave, who knows? I think that's where people are a little bit more concerned because there's a seasonal aspect. There's the U.S. election. Um, but again, judging by the markets in May, it doesn't look like many people are concerned about a second wave hitting in the summer, which means if we do get one, obviously the markets are going to have a very nasty reaction to that. Andrew, this uh, Wednesday, I believe it is, the Bank of Canada comes down with a decision. Do you think it's going to uh, affect us in a big way? You know, John, I mean, we, when we've talked in, over the past several years of, you know, we've got a Bank of Canada meeting, uh, it's interesting, let's stop. And, you know, really, this, this week's meeting is kind of a non-event. Why? 
because the Bank of Canada and, and central banks around the world have already taken the emergency, emergency measures to provide rescue to the economy and the markets already. We already have an interest rate of 0.25% at the Bank of Canada. I don't think they're going to cut it to zero, nor do I think we're anywhere close to a time when the central banks are going to start raising rates. So I think why, why will we watch the meeting this Wednesday, John, really just to hear what the bank has to say, uh, hear what their outlook is about the economy, what their guidance is. I think that'll be important, uh, but we're not going to see, I don't think, anything material uh, in terms of policy because we've really already seen it coming out of uh, March, April, and May. Andrew, you're a wealth of information. If people want to find out more about uh, what's happening in the economy and uh, get some tips, I know that your website is fantastic, and you have a newsletter. Yeah, we do, John. We send a newsletter out every Friday, so uh, people can actually go to the website and get that one there. Um, and we've been doing a weekly conference call every Thursday afternoon at 1 o'clock. We've been doing that now for, oh my God, uh, coming up on three months now. Um, where we basically provide an update on what's happening, not just with respect to COVID-19, but the impacts on the economy and the markets. Just a little bit of a kind of an overview and some insights in a very uh, short time spot. So um, they can get details on that as well at our website at pilegroup.ca. Andrew Pyle, thank you so much for joining us here and talking to the town. My pleasure, John and Mel. You have an absolutely fantastic week.